Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We're back with more Hit and Run with host Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. Hanging out, filling in for Matt Spiegel today. Uh, Again, he is going to be... Uh, on pre and post for the Cubs. That'll start right around 1240 uh, here on 670. The score, first pitch, 120 p.m. And the Cubs are, are doing some cool stuff, man. Now, the Marquee Sports Network premieres their latest episode of Cubs Flicks. It's going to be tomorrow uh, on Monday after the Cubs postgame coverage. It's going to be featuring some cool stuff like never-before-seen home movie film from like the late 20s through the 50s. It's also got some footage of Cub stars like Ernie Banks, Hack Wilson, Gabby Hartnett, so many more. And then, of co- and then, like the icing on the cake is that it's narrated by Hall of Famer Pat Hughes, the one and only. Uh, the first episode premiered on opening day, and now you get a brand new one uh, tomorrow. So make sure you guys are checking that out on Marquee Sports Network. All right, um, so Ozzy Guillen got hot, hot about Lance Lynn, and it seems like, man. People can't keep Lance Lim's name out of their mouths lately. I don't know what's going on there. And I get it. He's maybe somebody who who, who welcomes it. But uh, take a listen to Ozzy. Uh, yeah, just Ozzy being Ozzy. Not, I even eat breakfast yet, guys. Save it. Save it, Lee, because when you was pitching like crap in April, nobody ever showed you up. By the way, this is not the first time you have 12 seasons in the big league. You're the glue on the ball club. You're the captain. The people look up to you. You got to stop doing that. You got to stop doing that. If you want to get to the playoff, stop doing that. By the way, you want to talk to me, I'll be there Tuesday. I don't want to apologize to you like somebody out there. It fires you up seeing how No, he's... because, man, listen, right now they're in a good position to take over. Now you see this for the 10, 12 years. Veteran, the glue of the ball, the ball club. The, uh, I love the way he talk. I love the way he expresses himself. I love the way he go by his business. But when you see this, no matter who you are, what you do, that's a no, 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 no. Not because Moncada. People say, oh, you just say because Moncada is your boy. Against anybody. Yeah. I, I got a problem with Alex Fernandez. Joey, I'm, I'm, I, I stress it right away. You got a problem with me? I have a problem with you. And I make it one error. One of the best shortstops in the league because I said, oh, really? You're going to show me up? Next ground ball here, I throw it right to the stands. Now you have men on second base. Say something. Okay, first of all, damn. <laughs> you want to see me? I'll be there on Tuesday. And I ain't going to apologize to you like somebody else did. Of course, he's talking about Steve Stone apologizing to Lance Lynn earlier in the season by saying he needed to eat a salad. And then Ozzy, of course, referencing the fact that you know, Lance Lynn was showing his frustration towards his teammate, Yohan Mankata, after an error. But he brings up a great point. You're the glue of the ball club. People look up to you. You got to stop doing that. I mean, pitch. Okay, we're opening up the phone lines. 312-644-6767. Would love to hear, like, whose side are you on this? When you see a pitcher showing up, a position player after an error. Are you in agreement with that? With something like that? Like you're like, yeah, you know what, Makata, you know, it's making or guys themselves, the defense as a whole is making too many errors, and so sometimes you wear your emotions on your sleeve, and people get to see it. And Lance Lynn is not one of those guys that's going to hide his emotions. So, do you think that you know Lance Lynn has the space to be doing something like that, or do you think Ozzy's right? 
calling out a guy like Lance Lynn for being in that space and and, and handling that way. Take your sock thoughts as well. 312-644-6767. Uh, phone lines are open. I mean, Lance Lynn is kind of like the, for me as a Sox fan, Lance Lynn is the guy that you really don't want to call out because veteran guy, probably kick your ass anyway, to be very clear. You know, vocal, outspoken, and you're, you know what he's capable of. And he's kind of done it this year, right? If you're looking at, you know, from his very first start in March all the way up to May 5th, that's how long it took him to get his first victory. And in those six starts, I'll just give you his hit output from the from the first to the to to the last one in April before he got his victory. Three hits, nine hits, seven hits, ten hits, five hits. That's what he was giving up. Gave up eight earned runs his second outing, but he was striking people out, and that literally is like who Lance Lynn is in that, in that space. Someone that is. Extremely capable of getting out batters, getting out of tough jams, but at the same time putting his team in peculiar situations where he is giving up runs, and you're just not sure who you are going to get. Might have a bad first two innings and then pitch the next four flawlessly. But then since May, that's where he's picked up his four victories and has gone at least six innings in four out of his last five starts. Still giving up hits, you know, scattered out, striking out guys at a high rate. And command is, I mean, he did have five walks his last out, but the command is, it's always been all over the place. But again, that's what you get from Lance Lynn. If your expectations for Lance Lynn is to be, you know, a super solid number three starter, look, we we saw what happened when he was in the playoffs and he was, tasked with putting the team on his back to be the ace didn't necessarily work out well. And you felt in that moment, this is not the dude that you want to lean on, you know, to to get two starts, let's say, in a series if you were going through a three-man rotation. Can he get you the victory? Can he put together a gem? Absolutely. This we know. But guys don't necessarily want to play hard for you when you're when you're calling them out and and having those that kind of stuff. So, I mean, I, I get what Ozzy is saying and wanting to come down on a guy like Lance Lynn because the biggest struggle for the White Sox over the last couple of years, at least one of the biggest storylines, is the inability to have a leader. And Lance Lynn struggled with that when he first got here because he was new to the team. He could have stepped up in that role as a veteran, you know, calling guys out like a Dallas Keuchel did when he was here that year. But the the way to do it is that's not the way to do it. Now you're here. Now you've had some years with the White Sox, and you can be that leader. There's no Jose Abreu. But if you were watching Johnny Cueto last year on the bump, guys wanted to play for him, play hard for him, because he made you feel good. Elvis Andrews, those guys make you feel good. They, 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 they get you the pat on the back, and they, they make you want to play hard. So I can see where uh, Lance Lynn's situation, you know, where he's, you know, doing something like that to to Yoan Mankata. I mean, and to be very clear, I mean, it was a dribbler, right? That's why he was frustrated. It was a dribbler. Yoan was veering uh, to his left towards second base as he grabbed it. And that should have been like a routine kind of a thing. But Lance Lynn, he wasn't so demonstrative. It was just a hands-in-the-air kind of a thing. He says the F word. I'd be pissed too. Can like if there's a can of corn in the outfield and the guy misplays it. You saw, you know, uh, you saw Christopher Morell do that, you know, yesterday with the sun in his eyes. You know, sometimes those things happen. But if you want to be the the declared leader of your team, uh, you gotta find a different way to do that. And, you know, he he's he has been doing it by showcasing himself as a pitcher on the squad, but how would you feel, Leo? If you were playing baseball, playing third base, and you you make a little error, and and and, and you seem like the guy that would take it, you, you would take it pretty hard. 
I mean, I'd like to think that my teammates would have my back that, you know, you move on to the next one and all that. So like, yeah, I'd feel a little upset that somebody calls yeah. me out for that. Yeah. yeah. But it's also like if <laughs> I don't want to say anybody's name, but let's say someone just comes down on you all the time. You know what I mean? And then if you make an error and they, you know, kind of throw their hands up and throw a curse word over there, you're probably not going to be as down you know what I'm saying? Because you, you're so used you, to... You tune it out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The guy's coming down on you all the time. Right. He's an emotional guy. So I think Lance Lynn is that dude where you're like, ah. That's just how he is. Yeah. It's Lance. It's the bulldog. It's Lance Lynn. Yeah, I know you're going to be pissed that I dropped that. But you still probably love me. Right. So, Ozzy, I get it. But, you know, the thing with... Like, Ozzy's my guy, right? Love me some Ozzy again. Theo. That's what I always I always call refer to him as uncle in Spanish. I always refer to him as that. And... You know, what what we what we as as Chicagoans and as Sox fans love about Ozzy is that he'll always just keep it real with you. Like he's not gonna sugarcoat anything. And he does love this team. And he does want the best for these players, not just Yoan Moncada. He wants this team to do well. He wants Pedro Grafo to do well. I genuinely believe that. And so when he is when he's ramped up, it's for a reason. Because he does want Lance Lynn to be the leader. Because he does want Lance Lynn to be the Lance Lynn that he knows he can be, the, the wily veteran that can eat you up, eat up some innings and get you some victories and keep you in games. Like this, that is a certainty. So I think the same way that I have expectations for Yamakata to just blow off whatever Lance Lynn did in that moment, I have the same hopes for Lance Lynn to just blow off whatever Ozzy Guillen is saying in that moment. Because He's right about those. Like, who else is that supposed to be, guys? When you're looking at, you know, the leader from that space. From the 219, says, Ozzy's right. People who live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. Love that one. Uh, 773 says, out of context, Ozzy is right. A, A pitcher should not do that. But in context, Lance is a veteran on the downside who can yell, can tell Johan uh, that if he ever focuses 100%, he could be a top five player in the league. <laughs> Johan, excuse me. <laughs> That's hilarious. Because it's true. Like, it's a great text. <sighs> From the 708, I love this one. Would Lance Lynn be cool if he gives up a homer and <laughs> Johan throws his hands up or glove down and kicks dirt? That's great. I got only love. Oh, my God, I would love to see something like that. How you like how you like this? Oh, man. What a tough time to be a fan in either either side of town right now. You just want good baseball. And you know both teams are capable of it. They're capable of it. Whether you're getting a Cease, Giolito, Kopech, or Lance Lindstar, even a Clevenger, you heard Chris Campco talk about it. Like he's doing solid for it as a fifth starter for the Chicago White Sox. You look at the Cubs. See what they're doing? Strowman, Steele, Smiley. Like, that's a good first three. And then you got, you know, there's talent there. And I think that's the one thing that, as Chicago baseball fans, where our frustration is that we know there's talent. And then a lot of time it might be overstated and overhyped. But we've seen it in spurts. It exists. So the frustration comes from the inability to be consistent. So there you, there you go, Lance. You want to be frustrated at something, be frustrated at the inconsistency of the team. Put your hands in the air when Joe Kelly can't get out of an inning. And, and after the Sox take a lead and everybody's hyped up, you know, you, you have one of those kind of outings. Another one from the 773. Lance is a punt with a childish attitude. Hate his style of play. I hope every batter pumps their home run, runs for him. Oh, man. I don't want to call him a punk. That's harsh, right? Childish attitude. I mean, I get where you're saying that. I think he's just a fiery competitor. He's just a vocal guy. I might be that type of thing, you know? When I play sports, I might get mad at other people, but I still love you. But that's why I'm not the leader of any of the teams that I'm on either, right? All right, it's Gabe Ramirez here on 670 to score, filling in for Matt Spiegel. He is going to be doing pre and post for the Cubs game 
That's starting at 1245 here on 670. The score. He's also doing the fifth inning um, as some relief for the guys. So he'll be doing that as well. And he will be back next week. Let's be very clear. You don't got to deal with this every Sunday. Jeez. Let's hope not. All right. Um, you know, Oakland, if they don't get their stuff together, they might be out and about headed to uh, Las Vegas. So we're talking about some expansion teams after the break and maybe what could be a realignment in baseball, something that might be shocking to most. Uh, but I have this question for you that I would love for you to call in on. Where would you like an expansion baseball team? What city? 312-644-6767. There's a handful of, of potential um, potential spots for some new teams. But I'm curious where you would like one. Is it Las Vegas? Is there some other cities that you'd like to go to uh, to see a squad? Maybe a maybe a city that doesn't have you know all three major sports franchises there, and you want to see one added to it. But what's a city for you? I want to take your calls and and pick your brain after the break. Three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven potential expansion cities. What does that look like for you? Uh, what are they? I would love to hear your responses. And then what is a potential real life? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I'm it look like. Uh, in Major League Baseball. We'll discuss all that on the other side, all right? It's Gabe Ramirez filling in for Matt Spiegel on Hit and Run here on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. We're back with more Hit and Run with host Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. Gabe Ramirez filling in for Matt Spiegel here on Hit and Run. Uh, we are going to be talking about uh, potential destinations for new teams in Major League Baseball should an expansion occur. Also be talking about um, the A's and the Rays moving to some new places potentially. And then what would a realignment um, for Major League Baseball look like um, if there were to be um, some additions of some squads right here? Uh, but we are taking your phone calls and text messages. You know, where would you like to see an expansion team? Uh, 312-644-6767. You told me somebody called in a second ago, Leo? Who who, who's, who just called in? He said it was Ozzie Guillen. Okay. What did he say? He suggested we put a team in Mexico City. Mexico City. Okay. We can't say Venezuela. That's where he's from. That'd be too far. People ain't going to go up there. But Mexico City, I could see that. The FA, Mexico City has so many people, so many people. So I could see that. And I got to be honest, there's a handful of text messages that are coming in that, that's saying Mexico City as well. 
mean, baseball is huge in Mexico. And they played a series there this yeah, season. Yeah, of course. You know, they always try They always try to, to allure the, the fans down there, whether they're playing a, an Arizona Cardinals game in Mexico City or they're playing, I'm talking about football, yeah. <laughs> or, 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 a, or a baseball um, set down there as well. I mean, I think Mexico City would be awesome. 815 says New Orleans. Ooh, I would love that. Because I was just talking about what cities have like two of the three major sports franchises in their city, and they're just missing one. New Orleans will be a perfect one. Got the Pelicans, got the Saints. And I got to be honest, New Orleans is one of my favorite cities in the country. So I wouldn't hate, you know, going down there for a a little three-game set. I was watching the Cubs or the Sox out there. I just don't know if their population is big enough. You know, it's kind of like a tourist destination. So you're going to get people trying to traveling there. But I don't know. It's a Saints town. That's for sure. Uh, from the 847s, uh, somebody said Buffalo. Did that make you chuckle? Buffalo? Buffalo? I mean, I get it. They got the bills. Um, but I don't know if baseball would resonate up there in Buffalo. And it'd be too cold. You got to build a dome. It should be too expensive. They have the AAA team there. Didn't the the Blue Jays might have played there in 2020, I think. During the COVID year because uh, they wouldn't let people travel right. back and forth to Canada. So, okay, okay. But clearly that didn't work out. Nobody, there was no no momentum uh, built for there. Um, 630 said Havana. Cuba? ¿Estás hablando de Cuba? No, no me diga. You can't be talking about, like, don't, that's not, that, that can't be a real thing. Uh Got some text messages uh, from the 815. Gave uh, a, a couple of good ones. Vancouver or Portland. Now, I heard that one a lot, you know, getting out there. But <sighs> Vancouver would be a good one, though. That'd be cool. I, anything that can get me in, into Canada, I'm, I'm here for it. Toronto, I'm here for that. But it's just not going to work. They tried it. It's just not going to happen. It's going to be a city in, in the States. Uh, from the 815 said Nashville. Or somewhere in the Carolinas. Okay, I could see that. You got your you got your 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 college basketball fandom that exists there in the Carolinas. You got your football team there. Baseball would be good. Um let's see. Nashville there's a ton of Nashville texts coming in. The guy who said Havana said he's Cuban. I get it, but that's selfish by wanting a team out there, my friend. Uh Nashville, 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 literally like so many Nashville uh, text messages coming in. Somebody said, put a team back in Montreal. Nah. He said, Whitewater, Wisconsin. Oh, that's where he's from, Whitewater, Wisconsin. That's hilarious. Uh, let's go to the phone lines. 312-644-6767. Uh, talking about expansion. What cities uh, would you like to see some teams in? I'm going to read some stuff from Rob, Man- Rob Manfred about you know expansion and the specifics of what that what those details were in just a second. Uh, but Jim and Downers Grove. So where do you think? Hey, Jim, the, how you doing? Doing good, man. Where do you think the uh, Where do you think MLB should put the Rays? I, I think the the solution that they'd come up with uh, splitting the season between Tampa and Montreal was perfect. I think MLB is so short sighted for not taking advantage of what I think could be a a, a great opportunity because of the, uh, the the regionality. They stay they stay in the East as far as the American League is concerned. Maybe the you know maybe that franchise could be supported um, consistently enough if they were only three month seasons. Okay, for, for each for each for each Tampa and Montreal. I get it. I mean, I, and I I mean, when uh, Major League Baseball bought the Expos, and they were splitting their time between Montreal and San Juan, Puerto Rico. No one is saying that. No one's showing any love to my con- my, my, my my island of Puerto Rico. Maybe getting a team down there. Well, that would be crazy. Now I t- talk about home trips back to the or road trips back to the motherland. That would be something. Um, but the Tampa Bay Rays, Orlando is looking at them closely. They either want a domed spot for them, you know. But but Orlando got the money, bro. You know, you see the Orlando Magic with the little Disney logos on there, like. That's exactly what they want is to be doing something like that. So I could I could see, but my, I got to be honest. I just think you know they don't want to go backwards and put a team back in Montreal. You know the Rays are a good squad. They, they 
clearly do things properly. And so it'll be interesting to see, you know, what ends up happening there. But I do think they're going to move to Orlando. I think they're going to keep them in Florida. Um, and, and we'll be able to see what happens there. So th- this is an article from Forbes.com. And it was about Major League Baseball's um, labor deal from 2022 to 2026. Just a deep dive. And talking about how it allows for expansions to 32 teams. And in the article, it talks you know, in depth about the fact that Major League Baseball wants to wait to see what happens with the A's and the Rays first. And so... The heading, it says future expansion. That's the provision there in the labor deal. And it's just 71 words long. Um, But they, Major League Baseball, understands that, you know, expansion just has huge implications. Um, When you're looking at the business of Major League Baseball, profit sharing, what is it going to do to them? Um, So that, obviously, owners want to make sure that that it's not going to affect them in that way. But the provision reads in part like this. It says, Notice of a decision to expand by two clubs shall promptly be given to the association and the association may reopen this agreement with reference solely to the effect upon the players of such expansion upon giving 10 days written notice. And it it continues, but, you know, Manfred said the expansion is something that he sees um, the league looking into. But again, like I mentioned a second ago, it's not going to happen until the A's and the Rays have new ballparks. And of course, um, the A's are being lured to uh, Las Vegas where the state treasurer, Zach Conine, and Clark County, where Las Vegas sits, have said that they'll fork over between 300 and $400 million uh, to allow them to, to, to be in that space. And they said this agreement follows months of negotiations between the state, the county, and the A's. And I believe it gives us a tremendous opportunity to continue building the professional sports infrastructure of Southern Nevada. Um, Mr. Lombardo continued and said, Las Vegas is clearly a sports town and Major League Baseball should be a part of it. Now, uh, Bally's, the Bally's own Tropicana on the Las Vegas Strip is going to give the A's nine acres, nine acres of land. I'm clear there's a ton of space in that area. Um, and it's uh, equal to about $200 million in value. And that that would that would raise the incentives uh, by that much to try to get them to go over there, but still 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 a ways away. Trying to do a, a thirty thousand uh, seat stadium for them, but it's still ways away. And, and I think, listen, as baseball fans, you love that kind of stuff. Expansion, yeah, give me new teams, more players in the league, you know. Uh, but what is the realignment going to look like with the universal DH? What is the differentiator now between the American League and the National League? Would it be an opportunity for baseball to reinvent and what they're trying to do, right? More eyes on baseball, maybe create some more, or I should say new rivalries. And we'll be able to get that, get to that in just a second. Let's go back out to the phone lines. Let's go to Larry in Oswego. So, Larry, what do you think about the Tampa Bay Rays? Clearly they're not going to stay where they're at. Well, yeah, but the the main problem, I've been to that stadium a few times, obviously, is access and the stadium itself and whatever the TV deal is. Has anybody ever suggested that they just move, like, maybe halfway between Tampa and Orlando? It would be an unbelievable people draw, and also people going to Orlando could go, you know, go to work that in to go to the games, things like that. They could take advantage of all the travel and tourism, and at the same time get a new stadium and have just make it a lot easier to get to and from the games. It's a great, great thought, Larry. Thanks for the call. I just think, you know, I remember when the Miami Marlins built their brand new stadium because it was so far away from the city. I have a lot of family that lives in Miami. My, my, my dad is Cuban. And so, you know, ton of people out there. And I just, people just don't care. Like you see the heat games, people aren't showing up till damn near halfway through the first quarter. Like, Sports, it's just not the same. And so when you're asking someone to travel, you know, an extra, you know, hour to get to a game, I, I think that would be that'd be a tough sell. And I gotta be honest, I think I don't think I think Major League Baseball is more interested in 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 securing the most amount of revenue possible. 
And so to them, it's like, hey, bro, are you going to Orlando in a brand new stadium where people can go to Disney World while they check you out? You know, be in a, a warm environment, or are you going to go to a different like? That's what they're most interested in. And so uh, I, I'm glad that you've gone down there because you have a different sort of insight than I do. But uh, I think that might be a, a tough ask. It's Gabe Ramirez here on 670. The score filling in for Matt Spiegel, hit and run again. Cubs baseball, Cubs Reds. Last of the three games set, kicking off at 120 right here on 670. The score speak is going to be doing pre-post and the fifth inning as well. Uh, so make sure you guys are, are tuning into him. Now, uh, we talked about the what, what would a realignment look like for Major League Baseball. And, you know, in the Forbes article, they talked about a little bit where they say the league has already set into motion pieces that would allow for regional realignment. Now, that's crazy. It says where the American and National Leagues will become blurred. With the universal DH and balanced scheduling, placing NL and AL teams into eight divisions of four based around regional locations become easier. Would you like a division where the Cubs and the Sox are in this? You would like that, Leo? I wouldn't like that. I think it would just add a little something to the rivalry because when they play each other twice a year now, it doesn't mean as much as those divisional games. It could make it a lot more for us in the content business. I think it would be a lot more fun if we had more Cubs socks every year. Let's open up, uh, let's open up the phone lines right there. I, I, I want to hear this. Would you like the Cubs and the socks to be in the same division? If I mean, if there's going to be a realignment. Like, this is be clear. But would you want... I don't know if I'd want that. No, 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 no. It's not that I don't know. I do not want that. Especially if, you know, as mentioned in this Forbes article, you know, it'll be eight divisions of four, kind of like how it is in in the National Football League. But if the Cubs and Sox are eating up two of those, and let's just say you put the Brewers and the Cardinals in there as well, like if that's your four-team division, and I understand there's a balanced schedule, so it's not like before where you'd have to face the Cubs, you know, 20 some, 21 times or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. It just feels icky. I don't know. Something about it. Throw the Tigers in there. Put, like, the Cardinals, the Brewers, the Cubs, or excuse me, the Sox and the Tigers. And then put the Cubs in a, in a different one. I don't know. This is not, it's not, not making me feel good, guys. i got to be honest. 312-644-6767. Curious your thoughts. Some other texts are coming in in terms of uh, where where the expansion teams could be put. Somebody said Dallas. That'd be a good one. But it, but Dallas is, they already got the Rangers, which is literally right next to where the Cowboys play. So it's already happening there. Somebody said San Antonio. Memphis or Indianapolis. An indie team. I don't know. Memphis, as long as, as long as John Morant's not a part of this. Ah, I just want to throw that in there. Somebody said, put the Rays in Hawaii. Enough population there. Sure, it's just the travel for other teams when they have to get out there. From the 224 in regards to the realignment, Sox, Cubs, Brewers, Twins, I'm not a fan. At all. Do not put the Cubs and the Sox in the same division. Like, no, I do not want that. From the 847, somebody said, <laughs> somebody said, I think blood would be shed if the Cubs and Sox were in the same league or division. <laughs> it's already bloodshed when the two teams face each other. Love this one from the 708. A World Series between two teams from the well or NL. Uh, that, 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 that's it. Every Cubs and Sox fan dreams of a crosstown classic for the World Series. And if they were in the same division, that would no longer be able to happen. Tell me, Sox, you need two AL, two two NL. Sox, Twins, I'll take the Twins. Sox, Twins, Brewers, Cardinals. And then that way, you could throw in like the Cubs. Pittsburgh would be too far. Cincinnati would be there. So you'd have Cubs, Cincinnati. And then, yeah, you could throw in the Royals. Because you don't want to put the Cardinals and the Royals in the same division either. So 
you'd go Royals, right? Tigers, Cincinnati, and the Cubs. That would be a 4-1 there. Now, that sounds fun. 312-644-6767, taking your calls right now. Let's go to Mike. Mike, what do you think about uh, MLB and, 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 and having a realignment where they blur, to quote them, blur the lines of AL and NL? I don't think it's going to blur the lines for very long. It'll take about one season, and I I think it might create some really good new rivalries. Um, the NFL has done this, and I think it's worked out pretty well for the NFL. And by the way, I really like your show on the radio. Thanks, Mike. And you know what? I, I, I love what you said about, you know, the, the four-team thing and, 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 and mirroring that of the NFL because you're right. One year removed, no one's going to care. Like, when you're looking at the Brewers or teams that have bounced around, you know, you, you, you know where they played, but you're not connected to it in that way. So that would be interesting. I would love uh, – yeah, thanks for the call, Mike. I appreciate it. From the 269, said, I read an article about this a few months ago. MLB, MLB will not put both New York, L.A., or Chicago teams in the same division – they want to leave a crosstown World Series possible. Well, hopefully your sources are better than mine. That'd be great. Ah, we can dream, though. We can dream. Man, that'd be crazy. I can't wait. I love things like that. Throw a wrench in everything. Universal DH loved when they did that. Loved when they did that. Just because it was something you never heard of. Or, or purists would just get up in arms about. Pitch clock? Love it. Throw some, give me something crazy. That's why I like alternate uniforms. Because <laughs> I just, I love the shakeup. Why not? All right. It's Gabe Ramirez, 670 the score, filling in for uh, Matt Spiegel today. And of course, Cubs taking on the Reds. We're going to talk a little Cubs baseball after the break, specifically about Kyle Hendricks. I'm curious where you're at, Cubs fans about Kyle and his place on this team, this current team. Is there some sort of heartfelt connection you have to him where you want him back in the rotation and somehow spending his twilight as a member of the Chicago Cubs? Or do you, or do you, or are you prepared and ready to move on from Kyle Hendricks and get something in return? Where do you stand on that? Want to take your Cubs calls, 312-644-6767. Thoughts on Kyle Hendricks, what, what, what are those for you? Do you want to see him traded, or do you want to see him stay in a cubby blue uniform until he finishes his career? I'm curious what you have to say, Cubs fans. I will take your calls after the break. Again, 312-644-6767. It's Gabe Ramirez filling in for Matt Speed. Go on hit and run here on 670 The Score. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Yeah, just get get back to my normal work, really. Um, I've been doing a really good job in between from here, you know, the past couple weeks. So, yeah, it's just settling down, getting back into who I am, and from pitch one, when I go out there, just being on attack. We're back with more Hit and Run with host Gabe Ramirez on 670 The Score. That was Kyle Hendricks himself talking about, you know, just getting back in the swing of things. Of course, he had his first start. And it was actually better than I thought it was going to be, to be very honest with you. I think that I expected him just 
First of all, I thought he was going to be on a, on a pitch count. I didn't think they were going to let him go over, like, 50. He ended up throwing 86 pitches. And I just thought to myself, like, all right, I'm, I'm, here, for, I'm here for the Kyle Hendricks uh, comeback. And I posed the question before the break, you know, do you want to see Kyle Hendricks end his career as a member of the Chicago Cubs? Or with the wealth of pitching, starting pitching, that is, that the Chicago Cubs have, Kyle Hendricks, you know, finds himself in a log jam there. Do you want to see the Cubs, you know, get some assets in return? I think that'll be interesting to see. So I'm curious thoughts are our phone lines are open 312-644-6767. You can also uh, text the show as well. Um, so let, I'll just give you some uh, some Kyle Hendricks thoughts from the, the text line. From the 630, says uh, they should let Kyle finish his career here. It'll be nice to have one of the champions retire a Cub. It's true. You know, let him be the 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 wily vet that just kind of, you know, you don't know, you never know what you're going to get from him, but you don't really care either because it's Kyle Hendricks. I get that. From the 815 says, if Kyle can be a solid fifth starter, then great. Keep him. Based on his injury and how he pitched last week, I can't imagine getting much in a trade for him anyway. At this point, I want anyone who can simply pitch I'm tired of start, starters getting rocked. Yeah, I mean, that happens throughout the course of a season. Um, but I'll be honest with you. Every team wants a starter in Major League Baseball. Every team, if Kyle Hendricks is out there, you know, I think his fastball topped out at like 87, 88 miles per hour. Changeup was getting down to like 78, 79. So, you know, you see guys like Johan Santana with his if you know fastball change up combination like as long as you're changing speeds and and what Kyle Hendricks does very well is attacks the strike zone from batters you know for batters in their eye level right he's he's hitting the top he's in the bottom and he was doing that uh doing a really good job of that and and that that first outing that he made so you know that stuff is it's tough i think personally that they should try to get assets in return for a Kyle Hendricks because as i mentioned every team needs uh, a starter, especially those that, that are trying to make it to the playoffs. And if they can solidify the back end of the rotation with a guy like Kyle Hendricks, they'd be willing to give up something. If they think that their window is now, they will. I'm not saying the Pirates would take a guy like that, but look at the Pirates. If they find themselves in, in, the, in the wild card race or the, they still, they're still at the top of the, the NL Central by the end of the season – do you think they would love a fourth starter named Kyle Hendricks? Of course they would. So, again, I think that the options are out there and it's to, to see, you know, what you can get from it. But that's the question we're asking. you want to keep Kyle Hendricks uh, or do you want to see what you might be able to get for him in, in a trade? Let's go to Kirk out in Buffalo Grove. So, Kirk, what do you think should happen uh, with a guy like Kyle Hendricks? You know, I think you, you give him a few more starts. You see how he does. Obviously, he's got to shake off some rust like he did uh, on Thursday when he started. The thing is, is you say, well, if you can get some value from him, you know, he is probably a good fourth or fifth starter for a lot of teams. The problem is, is, is it a player to be named later in, in cash considerations? Because what does really a fourth or fifth starter bring on the trade market? It depends on if they're a desperate team, right, Kirk? Like I mentioned, you know, like you're looking uh, oh, at the absolutely. Pirates and stuff. They have a good, good uh, you know, a good minor league system. And you know, what you're really hoping for is just something in return for the future, right? Absolutely. The hard part, though, is, is that, uh, you know, if he plays well enough and he he does get better between now and the end of July, the trade deadline, is he a third, you know, third starter in somebody's rotation? Then it's like, okay, this is a no-brainer. Then you have to, to unload him, and, and hopefully you can get a, a, a couple of good uh, starting pitchers or maybe a reliever and some cash. Uh, Kirk, what does that look like for you? I mean, if, we are t- if we're trying to see what, a a good Kyle Hendricks look like? Is it someone that's, you know, going five innings? Like, is that the ceiling for you? Or, you know, is it someone that can, you know, minimize their walks and keep keep the ground balls coming? Like, what what, what does that look like for you when it comes to Kyle Hendricks? Uh, I think you get five solid innings out of him if he's keeping his, his walks down. You know, we, we always compare him to kind of a little bit of a Greg Maddox. He's, he's not got the speed. But if he's got the finesse and he can outsmart the, the hitters, then, then that's what we need. That's what any team needs. You know, we don't have to be throwing 100 miles an hour. You don't have to be throwing mid-90s. 
because everybody's up there swinging for the fences. And so if you can get a solid five, maybe six innings out of him, look at the starting rotation now the Cubs have. How many of those guys are going six innings now or more? Heck, yesterday's game, uh, Tyone got pulled after four and two-thirds. I mean. That's a tough one, too, because Tyone wants to get through five so bad. Absolutely he does. So bad. <laughs> it, I mean, it was terrible. I, I was at the game, and it was terrible to watch. Uh, it's like, come on. Come on, Ross. Just let him finish out the inning. <laughs> I said it last we time. Saw what happened when it, we saw what happened. Yeah, and Kirk, I said it last time on Tyone's last start. When, you know, you know, he said after the game, he's like, hey, man, whatever, but I came here to pitch innings. I came here to, you know, do my job. And I said they should have let him just for his own personal confidence. We talk about things that, that managers do to get – uh, the best out of their players, whether you know a spot sit, you know, so they can you know refresh and hit the restart button that we've been talking about. But sometimes, like a guy like Tyon, like you want him to have the confidence to think that he can go five. And so sometimes you just gotta let him crap the bed and and, and let him do it, so that that way he can get out of his own brain. But yeah, you're right. If 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 if, if Hendricks can get to that point where he can where he can get five or so so innings, I think that's exactly where where Cubs the Cubs team. And front office would like him to get because then they want to be able to make that difficult decision uh, on the north side. Thanks for the call, Kirk. I appreciate it. Uh, it's Gabe Ramirez here on 670 to score, filling in for Matt Spiegel. He'll be back next week. Uh, but if you miss his voice, his golden pipes, uh, you can hear him right at 1245. He'll be doing the pregame and the postgame for the Chicago Cubs. He's also going to be doing the fifth inning. That's going to be pretty cool as well. Um, so we get an opportunity to hear a little bit uh, about that as well. Um, but some more text messages coming in about Kyle Hendricks. And the reason why I bring it up, right, is because there are, again, I talked about this at the beginning of the show when talking about the Cubs. Like, are the expectations matching the reality? And when you're looking at the Cubs teams, if, if Speaks was here, he'd be like, Gabe, you never know. They still could have a chance. The NL Central, la, 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 la. All right, cool. I hear that. But is that the kind of expectations you want to place on the Chicago Cubs team right now where they're at? Might be unfair. Because I think, you know, one more offseason is is where you want to where you want to be. Bring in an, another pitcher, bring in, you know, a, a, a someone else, find out where these young guys are playing, have some certainty there. And so, you know, if the Cubs can be who the Cubs are, Without Kyle Hendricks, if he's not needed or need to be leaned needs to be leaned on, then to me that, that that's a trade asset regardless of the history that he has here uh, in the city. Um, let me see. There's some other text messages coming in from the eight one five. Yeah, somebody said I'm tired of Cubs games being over by the third inning because they're down four runs. It's so discouraging. Yeah, not Kyle Hendricks' fault, but. Again, this is – I can't say it enough. This is the makeup of the team. Like, do, like this is who they – like, going into the season, granted, Cubs fans were happy because of the moves that were made, but it shouldn't have been a – like, even my brother, who's a big, you know, Cubs fan meathead. Oh, NL Central in the bag. 80-some wins, you know, like, and I get it. Like, I get the fandom. I, I, I get it. We made a bet. Who, who, he made a bet with me, which I'm getting crushed on right now, who would have more wins at the end of the season, Cubs or Sox. And I thought to myself, well, this is free money. Cubs are going to be, you know, well below 500. But I didn't think the Sox were going to be. I thought the Sox would be at 500, and the Cubs would be a tick below. But the expectations, again, the team that you have out there, you were already asking questions about how the Cubs were going to score runs before the season started. You thought you were going to be leaning on pitching and defense. The Cubs thought they were going to be leaning on pitching and defense. And so, again, you know, where they're at right now, you got to start thinking, who are you going to – listen, you might not be thinking that as a Cubs fan, but Cub, the Cubs front office is. So all I'm doing is just trying to mirror their thoughts. Hey, what do you think we could get for a Kyle Hendricks? I don't know. Just take some phone calls, right? Michael Fulmer, somebody said, when is he getting DFA? Like, people are talking about these things. How much do we believe in the future of Drew Smiley? Jameson Tyone didn't not, hasn't worked out. What can we do? Like, these are the conversations that are being had. 
So there's some good ones. And hopefully the Cubs can pull off a victory today so that, you know, the conversations Monday and during the week is not about how the Cubs got swept by the Reds. We got some more Cubs baseball talk on the other side because, you know, there's a lot of disappointment on both sides of town when you're looking at these squads, talking about expectations and reality. And a question I have for you uh, as we're wrapping up this uh, hit and run show before Cubs baseball is who's disappointing you the most for your respective team? Who's disappointing you the most on the Cubs? Is it Rossi? Is it not even a player? It's, 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 it's the manager. Who is that for you? And who's disappointing you the most on the South side if you're a Sox fan? I know my answer. I know who's disappointing me the most. Uh, but I want to get your calls. Phone lines are open. 312-644-6767. Who's disappointing you the most? I want to hear who that is and why. And, Leo, I'll ask you as well uh, who's been disappointing you, all right? I got you. All right, it's Gabe Ramirez filling in for Matt Spiegel. We'll do that on the other side. Taking your phone calls next on Hit and Run here on 670 The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 